When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. You know, that's what they say about you. And me. Right? When they look at us coming out of this church, they say, what are they doing there? Like, they're, they're pretty imperfect. What does Jesus, the sinless one, have to do with those people there? And we know him. We got the dirt on him. Right? This is what family members and friends could legitimately say about us. This is what parts of our own soul scream out to us very often. When we're deciding, should I pray or should I not? Should I go to church or should I not? Part of us says, what business do you have being with Jesus? And yet he's the one that sees us. And he's the one that calls us and says, you come down quickly. I must stay at your house today. We say, wait, me? I I was just kind of here to watch you pass by. I I wasn't here to have you come to my house much less change things for me. No, 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 no. I just wanted to climb this tree, get a glimpse of you, say, yeah, I saw that. I saw Jesus. I saw that guy. And I want to go, go back to my life as it was. But that's now not how it works with Jesus. Right? The Zacchaeus story is such a beautiful one because he doesn't necessarily know how much he desires Jesus. He just wants to see the guy. He wants to see what everybody's talking about. And how often is that us in our prayer, in our coming to Mass? We don't necessarily want Jesus to change things around for us. We're comfortable with life as it is, with God at kind of an arm's length, with not having to really learn the faith because then I might learn about something that I need to change. So I'm okay just, you know, punching my Catholic card, saying we're fine with the status quo. But we still come to church, and that's a beautiful thing. And so we come to church, and we're like Zacchaeus, thinking, okay, I'm gonna, Jesus passes by me every week. It's great. I get to tell people, I saw Jesus this week, and then I get to go back to business as usual. But does Jesus want that for us? No. He sees us in that sycamore tree and he says, come down. Don't be so distant from me. It's beautiful that you're here, that you wanted this encounter, but let's make it a real encounter, not just a passing by. I want to go to your house. And we say, whoa, 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 my house. All right, Jesus, come on. I'm fine meeting you publicly in the street with everybody else. But my house, that's my sanctuary. I can't let you in there. He says, no, 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 that's where I want to go. Okay, so you can be in the living room. He's like, no, you're not going to show me around? I I want to go to every nook and cranny of your house. We can say like, whoa, okay, God, you have access to here, not there. He says, am I your God and your Lord? Or am I a passing attraction? That's the question. And what's beautiful is that Jesus invites himself over and Zacchaeus has the opportunity at that moment to say yes or no. That's what it is for us. Prayer is just our response to God's grace in his presence. It's us becoming aware of him who was already present to us. Us coming to Mass is us responding to him who has first come to us. He's here waiting for us. It's us saying yes 
to his invitation to enter more deeply into our lives. But it's us responding to that call that we have in our hearts too, that yearning that we have to finally be perfectly known by someone. Because usually that's not the case. We're hiding something from someone any given moment of any given day. Even from our spouse sometimes, it's like, well, yeah, the... She knows everything, but maybe not this. <laughs> he knows everything, but maybe this receipt goes there. <laughs> right? There are things that even with those closest to us, our greatest friends, we think, oh no, if I express that thought, they'd think that, they know I'm weird, but they would think I'm like over the edge weird. So there are parts of me that my friends don't get, that my spouse doesn't get, that my kids don't get, that whoever doesn't get. But at a certain point, we're like, but I want somebody to know the whole thing. I want somebody to be able to see every nook and cranny, every tiny detail and say, yeah, yeah, I know it all. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And you you know, I'm not running away. In fact, I want to be even closer to you now. That's how it is with Jesus. He wants to stay at our house which means he wants to be an intimately involved with every single little detail, present in every single little moment. And that takes quite a commitment. It's a beautiful thing, though, to be totally known and perfectly loved. That's what Jesus wants for us. So Zacchaeus has that opportunity to say, no, I'm going to keep you at an arm's length. You're a passing preacher, so pass by, preacher. But instead, he accepts the invitation. And people start talking. Because Zacchaeus, he's a sinner. Guess what? Welcome to the club, Zacchaeus. So are we. But when the people started talking, Zacchaeus didn't talk to them. That's the beautiful thing. Here he didn't say like, whoa, 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 Jesus picked me. Okay, it's not my fault that he picked me. Maybe it's your fault that he didn't pick you. You didn't climb the sycamore tree. Look, I did. No, he didn't engage the people. What is it that he did? Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. Zacchaeus let himself be changed by the encounter with Jesus. He didn't just say, Okay, Jesus, you come to my house, but you come to my house on my terms. Okay, I'm still going to live the same way that I did before I met you. Now, he says everything changes today. And not because of my great willpower, but because you saw me and invited yourself over into my house. And I'm going to let that change me. What's beautiful here is that he goes above and beyond. Half of his possessions given to the poor Anyone that he's extorted, he doesn't just give them back the money, maybe with a little bit of interest. No, four times over, he is saying, I am completely changed. My life has a new center of gravity. And that is the opportunity that we have every week because Jesus looks at us and says, I want to stay at your house. I don't want to just pass by each other every Sunday. What's quite beautiful to point out, I think, is that the crowd begins to grumble saying he has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. So they mention this house of this sinner. They say, yeah, this Jesus, 
is going to be there. So we can see that the Savior is coming into his house. Great, everything is perfect. But what we realize is that it's not enough to just have Jesus show up. Jesus can show up day in and day out, week in and week out. I receive him every single day. And yet, how often do I come out of that unchanged? I can receive the Savior in my house and not receive salvation. Because salvation can only be received if, if, if I am open to it. If I consent to be changed by grace. And so what's beautiful is that after Zacchaeus accepts Jesus' invitation, not just to come to his house, but to change his life, then Jesus is able to say, today salvation has come to this house. Because salvation occurs when the Savior is not only present, but allowed to transform the one being saved. And that is what we have the opportunity for every Sunday. Because Jesus is coming no matter what, right? Whether you are awake or asleep, paying attention to this or checking the scores on your phone, Jesus is here. If you receive him, Jesus is truly present in you. He has come to your house, but still salvation won't occur unless you allow him to transform you. So we can ask ourselves, okay, What needs to be transformed? Every week there's going to be something. And we can come here nervous wrecks thinking, oh no, I'm imperfect. I'm not going to pass the test. And God's like, I'm not here to test you. I'm here to save you. So what is it that needs to be transformed? And we come to him with this open and honest heart that says, you know what? I haven't forgiven my brother from 30 years ago. And every time that I kind of, uh, there's a family gathering or something, I can have these these niceties and like, oh yeah, how about them cowboys, whatever. But there's no love there. How How about we start working on that? It might be months of praying and saying, God, I know I can't just will myself into this loving him. So I'm just gonna ask you for help. I'm just gonna pray to you for him. I'm gonna give you the opportunity to grow that love in my heart. Might be that, might be a bad habit that we have of sin, of a particular sin maybe, that we've just given up fighting because we thought, you know what, it's been with me for decades, it's going to be with me to the end. Instead of saying, no, God, I want to focus on allowing you to root that out of me. Not just myself by my willpower, but knowing you've come to stay at my house so you can do this heavy lifting. I am going to not avoid this anymore. Instead, I'm going to let you transform me in this part of who I've been acting as. Might be relationships, might be sins, might be different habits. Might be that there's an absence of a prayer life. And it's like, you know what, God? I just want to at least be aware of your presence just a few times throughout the day. Maybe that's where I start. Just in the midst of everything going, all right, God, where are you? You're right here. Thank you for being with me in this. Even that simple prayer can transform your attention and your life. So we all have a Zacchaeus moment at every Mass. At every Mass where we are called to both glorify the name of Jesus and be glorified in him. That's what happens with Zacchaeus. By reaching out to the Lord, by trying to see him, and then allowing him to transform his life, Zacchaeus did what St. Paul told us to do. 
He glorified the name of Jesus by allowing himself to be changed by the encounter. And it was in doing that, in repenting where he needed to repent, that Jesus glorified him. That's what God wants for us, to be glorified in him. That's why, as we read in Wisdom, he's so patient with us. That's why he uh, spares all things because they are his. He who is Lord and lover of souls. For his imperishable spirit is in all things. That means that imperishable spirit is in you. What does it say? Therefore you rebuke offenders little by little, warn them and remind them of the sins they are committing, that they may abandon their wickedness and believe in you, O Lord. May we do that this week. Because we're encountering Jesus right now. We know those things that that should prevent him from wanting to come into our house, and yet he wants to. He's inviting himself over. It's up to us as we see the Savior coming to see if salvation will occur because we allow him to transform us as he transforms the case.